0: hey rockstar welcome this is a storytelling platform designed to empower you to build yourself up physically spiritually mentally socially and financially why stories because stories live on they are eternal they are a powerful reminder of what one can accomplish when opportunity presents itself so listen carefully Learn the lessons, apply them to the big five, and become the rock star of your industry. Hey, rock star, how's it going today? Welcome back, y'all. It's a great day here in Nashville, Tennessee. The sun came out. Um, It's hard to imagine just last week, we were, uh, or two weeks ago, we were. Battling in snowpocalypse and ice and most of us were stuck at home and all we had was the inner, our inter our friends, internet friends to keep us uh, sane during these fun times. But y'all, thank you. This is episode 22. Man, three more episodes and we will be at the halfway mark. Uh, I wanted to do a full one episode a week. Uh, of course, Thanksgiving was the only day we didn't do one, but that's okay. You guys are here. If this is your first time, welcome to Hey Rockstar. It's a storytelling platform, a place where we share powerful stories uh, to help you, inspire you to grow physically, spiritually, mentally, socially, and financially, so then you can go and become the rockstar of your industry. But anyway, this is episode 22, How to Wing It like a rock star. I know earlier I said how to wing it like a pro, but I'm like, hey, why just settle for a pro when you can be a rock star because that's what you guys are here. That's what you're looking for. That's why you've come because you're looking for ways to add value to your life so that you can then double triple 10 multiply by 10 times your value to become not just someone who uh, outstands but become the rock star of your industry. Uh, Shout out to everyone who's watching um, in Texas, everyone who's watching here in Tennessee, and actually there's a few people in Mexico who are watching. Saludos desde este lado del charquito, conocido del río grande. (laughs) Mucho amor, muchas bendiciones. Y saludos para mis padres que también están viendo este show. Aquí estamos una vez más para hacer ruido, para traer valor a, a mi prójimo, Y para que todos puedan ser el rockstar. That's how you say rockstar in Spanish. El rockstar. El rockero de tu tu industria. (laughs) Anyway, today we're going to talk about how to wing it like a rockstar. Get the notes out. Because if we don't go with notes, we will totally go off topic. Because I like to share different things. (laughs) have you guys ever been put on the spot have you ever found yourself in a situation where the professional or the person who was meant to do something either didn't or the original plan didn't go through and you had to figure out something now for some people that's a high stress moment some people it's it's a chance it's a time to freak out But it's actually, honestly, in my opinion, it's a time to see what you're made of. It's a time to see that you've been putting all these lessons and value into plan. Uh, Lesson one to, or episode one through 21, there's a lot of value that you can draw from, not just from my stories, but from my rock star friend stories, so that you can then, when you find yourself in these moments, you can shine, baby, shine. It's time for you to shine. However, I I do know that... uh, not everyone likes it I don't really like it but some really good things have been birthed from moments where I've had to wing it one of my favorite quotes from uh, I think the author is Amanda uh, her her name just eluded me Um, but uh, in her book the art of asking I think it's called the art of asking by Amanda that's going to drive me nuts. I should have brought the book out. But anyway, um, she said something in her book, and I'm probably misquoting it here, but that's okay. You'll at least get the gist. And I kind of wrote, wrote in the commentary and uh, description to the story. She said, you know, the difference between amateurs and professionals when it comes to business or practice amateur is that am- amateurs try their hardest to make it look like they're not winging it. However, the professionals, we know we're winging it. <laughs> so, rock star, there's going to be a time when you need to learn, where you're going to have to, or where you, when, uh, there's going to be a time when you will have to wing it. And hopefully, you'll draw lessons and value from today's talk to help you through it. I remember back in junior college, I've changed my major so many times and I've shared this before, but one of the last things that I before I went to the Bible University, one of the last things that I studied and I kind of declared uh, was um, was public speaking and communications. Uh, and I did a intro to public speaking or public speech as a prerequisite for a legal assistant program that I was also in. Yeah, that's a long story. Uh, my heart goes out to those of you who stuck with it. It just wasn't for me, but I enjoyed the the performance aspect of speaking. I enjoyed that, and so I'm like, "Hey, I learned that I could study public speaking. Why not? Let's do this." And because communication, and performance, and speaking in general was easy for me, came easy to me for me, I thought it was going to be just an easy degree to get. And to an extent, it was, but I did learn a lot of the basics. I learned a lot. Of it, A lot of the theory that I learned, I was able to put into practice, especially when I became a a professor of communications at at a small um, local uh, night school back in West Texas. And I was able to use my, I guess, what I learned. (laughs) It's funny. What I learned at school is able to teach to others. And then, of course, what I learned on stage, well, that just came with, with experience and practice. However, back to this. I got to the point where public speaking was so easy for me. The speeches they would assign—it it was an intro to public speaking. They were so easy. I couldn't see why everyone was stressing, stressing out on this because I, I would literally the night before, or usually sometimes even the morning before, I would uh, just draw something up, break it down into uh, into uh, intro. Point one, point two, point three. outro, and I'd go in there and I wouldn't wing it, but yeah, pretty much wing it because I kind of knew how to, the performance aspect. I could, I could do it, but I didn't have some kind of notes, some kind of structure, so I wasn't one hundred percent winging it. But anyway, I, I I got into that bad habit of just making my speech the day before <laughs> because it was intro to, to public speaking. Uh, it really wasn't into as I as I grew more into my major and. And took other like like what was the other one? Interpersonal communications, debate, and all these other ones. Then you did need some preparation, but for intro to public speaking, it was just too easy. But um, I remember one particular assignment. I totally forgot about the speech those do that day, that morning, that day. And I wasn't running late for school. I I, I would always kind of go a little bit early, and then I'd go swing by the. A cafe and get my coffee, and sometimes I decided to walk into class with my coffee. But this time I was just drinking it, and I, for some reason, I was there early and just waiting outside in the little uh, lounge area where a bunch of fellow students were. and I ran into a couple, uh, and I recognized a few cute girls from my, my, my speaking class, and of course, I just approached them and just said, You know, just being a college student, talking, What's up? <laughs> And they just looked at me like, oh my gosh, are you ready for the speech today? And I'm like, what are you talking about? Yeah, we have a speech today and this and that. It's, it's a how-to or, or I forgot. No, it wasn't a how-to. It was, uh, it was a, uh, oh, it was like, it was an illustrated uh, speech. Like, what do you mean? And, and like one girl had like this big old diagram that she had made. Another one had all these like, like, props that she brought and apparently the <laughs> the teacher assigned us to bring anything to, to add an illustrated point or just have something to show for an illustrated speech. And I was just like, I don't know what I'm going to be doing here. Oops, forgot to mute my phone, y'all. That was very embarrassing. So unprofessional. uh But... <laughs> I'm like, oh my goodness what, what what am I gonna do? and like I didn't even have a speech prepared and and so finally I just like i uh, i I just kinda got on my phone and just kind of and I was drinking my coffee and I just finished it through it away. and like, wait a minute and I, I have an idea, and I just kind of googled some facts about coffee, where it comes from, how to prepare it the best way so basically where coffee came from, just is some quick. Uh, how it's prepared, just the roasting process. And even then, I was very vague and just different things. And then different types of coffee that people might enjoy. And I'm like, but it needs to be illustrated. And I'm like, I don't know what I'm going to do. And then finally, as I'm sitting there in class, I'm like, I'm just going to be honest and say, hey, I, I didn't prepare that well for this. Or Then suddenly, I had the brightest idea. I was a decent drawer. And as soon as it was my turn to go up there, I got up and i grabbed a marker and i drew a cup of coffee on on the whiteboard and it was nice made it all decorative put a little logo on it and then turn around and gave my speech on coffee (laughs) i got an a (laughs) and that girl who knew that i had just pulled this out of wherever hated me so much. She went out on a date with me. But anyway, she, she's just so mad that I it came so easy to me. But it was. <laughs> that was winging it. <laughs> oh man, good times. This is not coffee. This is tea, by the way. Because uh, as much as I love a nice warm drink, it's hot today here in Nashville. Well, not hot, but it's it's warmer than usual. But that was, that was a good, good times. Anyway, let's fast forward to um, a more mature Hosafat. Oh, by the way, my name's is Emiliano. In case uh, that didn't give to you. Hey, Miguel, I'm going to let you uh, take five. And uh, that way you guys can, can appreciate the closeness of the new area. Hey, Rockstar Studios live from nashville tennessee you know what at the beginning of this i'm gonna start saying this show is record has been recorded in front of a live virtual audience how's that how's that for 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 funny stuff oh man i got some i got some other fun speeches or some other fun stories all right so let's fast forward um and i am now outside of college i have just finished university i went back to to my town. Uh, Actually, no, fast forward a little bit more. And I'm at a point where I just decide to sell a lot of things, get rid of a lot of things and go on a not a hiatus, but I decided to do some mission work and just devote my life to mission. And I did one whole year in Mexico. Anyway, I'm in there, I'm traveling, I'm having a great experience, learning a lot and helping a lot of people. And During this time, I was just, I just felt to start promoting a discipleship. Now, back in that time, discipleships were pretty big deal. And I thought it was the greatest idea ever. Uh, I mean, some people like, they thought I was poking fun of it. Like, no, 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 you don't, you get, you don't get, you don't, you totally misunderstand. I applaud these people because they somehow convinced you to pay money to come work for them. (laughs) <laughs> and get credit because it wasn't even like a school affiliated thing. But anyway, anyway, it, it was it was all about the experience, right? You, you pay for the experience to get to work. And so, anyway, I, I, there was some events and 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 things that were happening that summer in Mexico, and I wanted to bring a discipleship team. So I promoted something on, on through my connections <laughs> through MySpace because that's what we had back then, uh, and I got a, a, a good ragtag group of, of people who uh, who who said hey i'll i'll take the summer off and i'll go and and i'll work with you guys and i'll 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 enjoy i'll i'll give them my time this summer and it was a, a team of let's see one two three four and and my sister five five plus myself It was six of us a little motley crew and i remember my dad's church let us borrow a a big brown bertha an old faithful brown church van man that that van has gone had gone through a lot, but uh gassed it up, got the crew, and we were in mexico now something you need to know about my my older sister and me uh, I love her, but we are very very opposite of course she's she's changed so much now um and 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 she has come anyway there's there's things where she's actually more like me, but uh just to say how big how Opposite we yours. I was the guy who was just a risk taker and she would count the cost before making her move. I was the one who would just kind of go in blindly and she's the one who needed to sit down and, and kind of itinerate the, the goal. I don't know who's like, we'll figure out how, where the money's going to come from. And she just wanted to make sure she had the right money. But, anyways, it was a good balance. But in this particular time, we have a group, we got the whole team. Even at that, I didn't know how everyone's going to get there because some people couldn't make it. Uh, Whenever she came down, Uh, she had come down earlier and we went to a conference in deeper in Mexico with some mutual friends. And then she came back or we came back and then that's when the rest of the crew took a bus to meet up with us. And and there we go. Our little our little discipleship team. We went down south. So as we were driving to Cuauhtémoc, where I had already made plans with a certain pastor that we were going to be working with their church in a lot of events as we were making our way up the mountains and these just 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 enjoying the scenery my sister bless her heart just kind of sat up and 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 kind of leaned forward and she's like so what are we going to do uh oh, she goes okay so where are we going and and i'm like well we're going to the city she goes cool um where are we staying and i looked at her and like I don't know She's like well what are we gonna eat how are we gonna eat i looked at her like i don't know (laughs) she goes well what are we gonna do when we get there and i look i don't know then where are we going because i said we're gonna go and they're waiting for us and when we get there we get there (laughs) we'll see we'll play we'll figure it we'll figure it out once we get there (laughs) okay okay (laughs) no i Okay, I'm gonna share this little quick pause. um, But I'm going to just share this in my in the mission field working with several missionaries, my mentor and and his superiors, uh, they were once talking how a lot of certain missionaries who've been in the field for a long time, they were given they were known by certain phrases that they tend to use all the time. Uh, For example, his his superior, um, uh, Mr. Draco, Whenever something was a question was asked, or or something happened, or, or some obstacle happened, or some need arose, he would stop and think. And his his coin phrase was, "There's got to be some way to do it." You know, he just got, and that would get the ball rolling and ideas and such and going. And uh, and it's funny, and he'd make fun because my mentor he had such a strong network he met so many people he knew people from all walks of life that whenever a, a problem or a a a, um, a challenge would would appear his main coin phrase was you know i know somebody <laughs> because of his network and he could always connect he could always reach out to this person to help meet this need and it was it was really it was awesome well i eventually got my coin phrase too because uh being the risk taker that i am and whenever a problem or a challenge arose or uh something was was assigned to me i would stop and look and uh what i can appreciate about my mentor is whenever he would assign something to me he never really told me how he expected it to be done because he his goal was you know what i want to allow creativity i want to allow you to be able to figure things out Uh, it doesn't matter how you get it done just get this done uh, of course, now there's certain things that you have to do a certain way, but there was other ways that allowed flexibility and creativity, whatever. So my main coin phrase became, you know, there's something crazy I'm wanna try. <laughs> People were like, uh oh. and <laughs> either went good. Actually, I, I can't think anything that that went bad that we didn't fix or became a val- valuable life lesson. But my coin phrase in the field became, you know, there's something crazy I'm wanna try. <laughs> Anyway, back to this time, we show up. And the beautiful thing is because we showed up willing and able and and just flexible, whatever the need was, we stepped up to the occasion. When they wanted us to go to the mountains to serve the indigenous people, we went, even though it was raining. If if, if we saw those dishes needed to wash, we would wash or cleaning or whatever we were just there to serve. Um, And there was a time when we actually helped with a kid's program that was done, done in a theater, and my team stepped up to help uh, fix everything, to direct crowds, to help with the kids. It was just a great, it was great seeing the team just kind of be flexible and adaptable and learn a lot of things and, and, and try different abilities. When it came time to where to do we sleep, we slept in different houses and everyone, like, like a troop, they would just adapt and go where we needed to go and stay where we needed to stay. And we would always pitch in and, and make sure there was plenty of food for everyone. We, we'd take turns cooking, even though one time, uh, <laughs> I'm not sure if you guys remember this, but uh, one of the girls said, I want to cook breakfast for you guys. I'm like, okay. And we do not know how she wound up, but she she made green eggs for us. We don't know how she did that, but it, it, the food was different color. Thankfully, it would taste bad and no one got sick. But you know what? she stepped up she was adaptable she winged it <laughs> we didn't let her wing that the breakfast again but anyway it was just a great time to see them just adapt themselves to to the need and 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 draw from within their talents their abilities and even try new things so that was a that was a great great moment of winging it <laughs> Oh my gosh, I don't know why I put that story in there, but I'm going to throw it in there. So, fast forward more. Right before I went to SMR, and but after this, this moment, uh, a uh, evangelist friend of mine, Abraham Perez, asked me to be his salmista. Basically, I was to play keyboard for him as he traveled through Europe to preach and speak at different areas. But he took a group of several... Uh, minister kids, so almost everyone on this team was a son or daughter of a pastor, and so I adapted really well with them because I I know that lifestyle, I know what they've gone through, and it was just a great bond, great friendship. But anyway, we were, we were in Spain, we were in Escorial, north of Spain, and we had gone to some event like a youth conference or something. There's a there's a good group met so I met. I was adaptable, made, made a lot of friends, and it was a great time. But at one point, they 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 just kind of last minute said, hey, by the way, we're gonna let you speak. And and Abraham just turned around to us and was like, well, I guess we're gonna minister and sing. And I'm like, all right, so who, he's like, who knows how to do this? Like, well, I can play keyboards. I yeah, Someone can play piano, or, or I play piano. Someone can play guitar, drums, and, and we went at it. It was cool, because we had, Abner was a drummer. Um, I think Is, 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 Israel, Ismael was a guitarist. And Chersenche um, was was the main lead singer. And I gave him second voice, and uh, Naomi and and Jeanette also helped with with singing. It was just a little troop. We just got there and led worship. And at one point, we're just jamming out, and and Abraham was just presenting everyone. By the way, this is so and so, and this is so and so. And I gotta tell you this about my piano playing skills. Uh, growing up, my, well, first of all, as my song, My Life is a Piano, shares, my dad taught me how to basically learn how to play piano and, and, and learn how to play and find the basics. And I've developed my skills since then. But I also had another mentor who taught me, uh, especially when it came to playing in church and how to to, to, to be a part of playing in a, um, or how to play in a team. He gave me some of the best advice. He, he's like, you know, everyone tries to play when, when, everyone, when the singing is going or everyone tries to play at the same time, he's like, if you could learn to wait and fill in the gaps, you would become a more versatile musician. And so that became my my discipline. Uh, When we were playing, everyone like singing, singing, and it was in between the key change or during the pauses between vocals, when or after the guitarist has strum, was like a little open air. And I just a simple two note walk up or just a little extra um sustained sound or something just helped to feel the whole song and it made me appear like a more uh a gifted pianist even though whenever the main everyone was singing i was playing very basic chords very simple just keeping up with everyone it's just i would fill in the gaps and learn to 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 make it sound fuller and that just became my style especially whenever it's just me solo as long as I'm singing I play real simple it's whenever I'm paused or between singing phrases where I do a little extra kind of like BB King I read his biography he said it either he sang or Lucille sang but to him that was his voice too he never really did them both like uh, did both like a lot or how would i say he never complicated the two it was either one was stronger either either he was singing or he was playing and so i kind of like and appreciate that style anyway i say all that because in in and this i'm like just trying to keep up with everyone because they're playing songs that i don't really know but thankfully i i adapted or i've learned how to play by ear so i can kind of follow by the basic chords and then when they're doing the intros and they came to me I knew at least maybe one or two blue notes you know the blues and so you know everyone like they introduced the bass player he's like drum guitars and keyboardist, and i was just like i did a few little blues uh scales they were like ah you're awesome and to me i'm like i'm not a hack but i'm like it was it was because when everyone was going i was simple it was in between the gaps where i just fill it in and add a little extra and people just thought I was the coolest anyway that's that that those are three stories that I want to share about um, winging it or or examples that I've had to wing it and amongst others other other times that I've had to wing it but before going I wanted to share just a few tips Ooh, did you hear that pop tips to help Tips to help wing it like a rock star. All right. So the first tip that I have for you guys is. You can only give what you first put in. Now, you've been with me for what, 22 shows now? You know what the heart of Hey Rockstar is. The heart is I want you to add value to your life. If what you're doing now is not working. Then something needs to change. Maybe if nothing's wrong. You're not broken. The system you've been using is broken. And we need to change things. The first and fastest way to do that is by adding value to you. Adding worth to you. By pouring into yourself. By educating yourself. By growing mentally, physically, spiritually, socially, financially, by growing in all these areas and just constantly being faithful and putting in, you will develop a confidence, you will, you will, you, you will put so much in you because you can't pull out what you don't have in, like, as much as I know how to wing it, if someone were to ask me to wing it and cook a souffle without instructions, I really couldn't because I've never put that in me. I mean, I could cook you an omelet. I know how to do that. Uh, I could do some other things. I can grill a steak. I could do all those good things because I've I've put, I've learned, I studied, I practiced, I failed and had to eat some, some tough meat sometimes. But, you know, you need to start putting things of worth in you, taking tokens of worth of value of things that that you can use to to um, to create something better, to do something. So whenever the opportunity for you arises to wing it, to step up to something you're not comfortable doing, you can say, "Well, there's something crazy that I want to try," <laughs> or you know what? I've I've been learning about this, and I think I want to give it a go and then you can give it a go and it's either going to be an amazing successful experience or a lesson that you will learn and hopefully not <laughs> duplicate next time it's experimental it's a science experiment you got to learn to become like a mad scientist but you need to learn the basic elements you need to learn the the basic things that you can that you can work with the fundamentals to work with and then you can start being creative in that aspect You know, um, I'm not sure if this is going with something else. But when it comes to public speaking, actually, no, I'm I'm just going to not go there with this. Uh, That's a whole different life lesson. But um, so, again, when it comes to winging it, when it comes tips to help you wing it, you, you got to remember that you can only take out what you first put in. So my advice to you, put in experience learn learn try experiment grow grow deposit deposit skills deposit value in you guys read if you have to listen if you have to watch youtube videos if you have to sit down and meditate and see what comes from within what crazy ideas and and try them out anyway First tip again: You can only give what you first put in. Uh, a second thing to make you a rock star winger: uh, Start with what you know. Ah, oh, that's where the point is. It's it's okay to start with what you know. If you've ever decided to become a public speaker, there is a great organization known as Toastmasters. And in Toastmasters, basically once you sign up with this club, they you take turns in preparing and sharing or performing speeches in front of a group of a group of peers. And then everyone will kind of give you like a not I want to say sandwich, a compliment uh criticism sandwich but they would take time to they will each give you things that you shine in and did well and they would give you advice on how you can grow and then everyone would just give you different advice and then next week someone else would share a speech and you got a chance to do the same watch them give them criticism positive and and some and not so much negative but things they could work on and it just helped you become a listener and helped you become a better a better listener, and helped you become a better performer, speaker. But anyway, the first two speeches that they give you, they always start you off with these first two speeches. The first speech is you talk about yourself. And the second thing is you talk about what you are passionate about. Or you talk about your passion. Because those two things are the easiest thing to talk about. Your experiences, what you know. You know, one hack that I use, or not so much a hack, but um, whenever it came to on the spot teaching someone a lesson, because there have been times when they've, like, I've gone to a small group meeting and people just kind of ask me, hey, what are your thoughts on this? Or do you want to add something of value to them? Uh, I would just, I would think back. And I would listen Well, I mean, I would think back to what I heard and learned and knowledge. And there's always, no matter when you hear a story, most of the time, there is a me too moment that you can relate from there or, or something that, that that is similar to them. And to you. Everybody does it because we are creatures of habit. We want to fit in or we want to find something of common interest in everyone. So something like I sneezed like, oh, my gosh, I sneezed once in my life, too, you know, that situation. But anyway, I would always start off with an experience experience that I had that was similar to whatever what topic was being shared. And then I would pull out the the life lessons that I learned from there. And from that point, I was able to then share. And, and it's not just about talking about myself like oh, I could talk about myself all day because I'm so awesome because my name is Josefat Asombroso Emiliano. Or, Josefa, el guapo asombroso Emiliano. No, it was more about, I do pull things for myself because I've learned from myself. <laughs> I've learned lessons. Man, have I learned lessons. But once I've learned and been able to apply the lessons, then I can share those lessons with others. Because that's what what, what becomes, uh, that's the value point. That's what people want and need. That's the takeaway. And you can say, yes, I messed up, but here's the lesson learned. Well, there's a, a, a well-known phrase I want to say it's in the Bible, but I don't think it is. But it sounds biblical. the The phrase is: "The fool learns from experience, but the wise learn from the fool's experience." And with that, you got a clink on the table too. The fool. (laughs) Let me repeat that: The fool learns from experience, but the wise learns from the fool's experience. And when you come from that humility, from that that that. That honestness, people can appreciate the value you bring, and they don't even—they probably won't even realize it. you just pull that out of the hat? Uh, Because it's not just to pull to entertain. You're not just winging to entertain. You're winging it because there's something greater you want to accomplish, and that's usually bring value, or bring an answer, or just help someone have a better day or experience. Anyway, tip number three. To help you wing it like a rock star? (laughs) This is going to be hard, actually, for a lot of you. But once you do it, then you become the best winger out there. (laughs) The best person to wing it. The rock star of all wingers, if that's even the right word or phrase. But tip number three check your ego. At the door a lot of the times why people don't want to take a chance or or attempt something new or stand up in front and do something they've never done or haven't prepared for, the reason why a lot of people are are don't want to try that don't want to wing it is because they they're scared. That they are going to make a fool of themselves. That they're going to flop and be embarrassed. And they think that's the end of the road. There's no more. If I ruin my chance here. My life is over. And that is a bunch of bull. I mean especially. You know. I'm a big advocate for the ultimate do over. If you missed up in this city. Move on to the next city. If you missed up in high school. You always got college. If you missed up with your first marriage. Just kidding. I'm not going there. But I, you know what I meant. I'm saying there is our egos are the number one killer of chance, of risk, of success. Sometimes because we are we'd rather be comfortable in 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 little than uncomfortable and in, in the wealth or or, or abundance. Because, and I think the reason why is because we don't know. We don't, we've never been there. We we never tasted this. And so maybe we will like it, maybe we won't like it. But do you rather be the person who at least tried it? Or do you rather be the person who never tried it and just assumes that he's not going to like it? You see, I'm very, very annoyed with people who are so limited in their sight that way. When they said, "Oh no, I'm not gonna like it, guys. Just know I'm not gonna like it because this is that. I, 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 I only do top brand, clo- uh, food. I will never dare eat anything that is made from whatever. I don't know. I'm not. I'm not gonna get into that. Obviously, I, I have no problem eating with the wealthy and eating with the lowly. If it's if you put your heart into it, I will enjoy it. And even if I don't enjoy it," I will still thank you. I'll be thankful for it. I will be thankful for the nourishment that some that I hopefully get out of it. But there's a good chance I probably won't try that again. But anyway, yes, um, please, please, you need to check your ego. You need to be willing to, to appear as a fool. You need to be willing to make a donkey of yourself to try something that could possibly work but you won't know unless you try it. So check your ego at the door. It's not about you, because in the end, who cares how foolish you look if you help save a life, if you help encourage someone else, if you help someone, um, if you help someone just uh, see something differently. Tip number four. Oh, here's a fun one. Make a habit. Of trying out new things. That's kind of self-explanatory. I would never have known how to do something like this had I not first picked up a camera. I wouldn't have known that I had an eye for photography had I not first found this camera and started just missing with it and paying extra money because back then we used film or other areas of growth everything i've learned is you and thankfully there's youtube videos that you can watch and learn that if we had youtube videos back when i was younger i don't know i think i would have had so much more success but i'm thankful i'm where i'm now because i've learned a lot of things through trial and error but i can use that with with things but again this this goes a lot with along with the very first Point um, that you can only give what you first put in. Learn to be experimental. Learn to try on different things. Learn to mix and match. Try it out. Taste it out. Smell it out. <laughs> attempt something. Attempt something that scares the daylights out of you. As long as it's not lethal. But attempt something that... Temp- talking to someone tempting your language learn a different things a movie that just came to mind yes man jim carrey and zoe I forgot her last name <laughs> you know the Chantles or something like that zoe uh hoya knows who that is anyway this man was all about limiting he had way exaggerated boundaries and he was just comfortable in just his little norm. And then finally a friend challenged him or he a friend took him to some uh, motivational speaker who challenged him to rewire his, his his way of thinking and to start saying yes to every opportunity that came to him and that's part of the comic of it. If anyone asked you a question or if any if anyone asked you a favor, say yes to the experience. And so because of him opening up and trying out new experiences, he learned how to play guitar. He knew how to learn another language. He learned how to dance. He learned how he 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 found this girl, asked her out. He gave uh, someone a ride. And it's just so many different opportunities by just saying yes and being spontaneous and trying out the new things. It added so much value that he had a life to share. And then finally, when he had to get healthy boundaries, like well, you can't say yes to everything. You got to know your limitations. Then he was able to say, okay, then this is what I really enjoy. I really want to do this and I enjoy growing. But also, I, this is a little excessive. So, you know, you learn your boundaries. You learn that stuff. But don't be scared to try um, try new things. Try new restaurants. Make a, a list of different restaurants. And every week, go to a different restaurant that you haven't tried before. Take a friend with you. And if you don't like it, all right, cool. Scratch it off the list. Move on to the next one. You don't have to come back. Unless you just really, really, it was terrible and you just got to bring a friend like you won't believe how terrible it was. But some people actually become famous for stuff like that. Anyway, uh, don't be scared or make a habit of trying out new things. Now, don't overexert yourself. Maybe make it, maybe start with weekly. This week, I'm going to try doing this different or doing this new. All right. But anyway, moving on to the next tip, the the fifth tip that I have for you guys. And this is the last one I have. And it kind of goes with the first one, make a habit of doing things a different way. If you have the same route you take to work every day, see if there's a different way to get there. If you're used to cooking eggs a certain way, try a different style. I don't know why I'm bringing eggs up today. Maybe I'm hungry. If if someone said that one of the best games you can play is chess because it's strategic and, it's, and you're, you're constantly using different minds or different strategies con- that are what's the word y- you have to use different strategies and methods according to the circumstance that is given to you the challenge is given to you you have to learn to be creative and do different things Uh and so that is that is the challenge of doing things you normally do every day, but doing it a different way. <laughs> Back in college, uh, they never really gave us assigned seating because it was in high school. But people, creatures, people are creatures of habit. And they would always kind of sit in the same spot. <laughs> Church people, too. They sit in the same pew. They sit in the same spot. <laughs> and I was uh, and actually people i would do this not just at school but also do it at church um i would sit in this spot for a while and then after a while like maybe two weeks in i would start staying in a totally different area of the room church too i'd sit in a totally different part of the church and i don't know something about just changing around and being in different areas uh I don't know I'm the kind of person that I just like to try to just change my view change my perspective and it's just the way my mind's working Uh, I wanted to get used to every area so that when if I had to be in this area I was okay because I knew how to to adapt in this area or whatever and the same thing is whenever I worked with SMR I was in a different country every month and was having to learn to readapt. I mean a lot of things about myself were similar. A lot of things about my methodology and my habits kind of stay the same because they're part of my quirks. They're part of me and and how I succeed. But another thing that really helped out is because I was also so adaptable and so used to the change and, and differences. Whenever I went to the country, I'd see similarities, but at the same time, I appreciated the differences and I would try and experiment with new things. And having such a library of different experiences. Whenever you are thrown in to the last minute details and someone asks you, can you do this? You can look at them like, you know what? There's something crazy I want to try. <laughs> and I'm going to wing it. And you don't have to try to make it look like you're not winging it. Because remember, amateurs, they try the hardest to make it look like they're not winging it. But professionals, we know we're going to wing it. Rockstar, what areas have you learned that uh, that you can shine, or maybe not shine, have you ever winged it and tried it, something out to see uh, how to work? Did it flop? Did it go good? Um, did you ever try preaching or speaking a different way? Don't be scared to try it out. Don't let not knowing how to do something stop you from attempting to do something. Now, again, be honest with yourself and check the ego at the door. If you fail, laugh it off. Get up. As long as no one was hurt or offended or whatever, then you're good. You learned a lesson. Anyway, that was the show for today. Great show. Great talk. And maybe the show was winged was about winging it because it was the last minute show that I winged it <laughs> Rockstar is McGill still here there he is but anyway that's what we got for you guys today thank you all for tuning in this was episode 22 how to wing it like a rockstar I'm your host, Posa Flare and my partner in crime is Miguel. And uh, until next time, all the way from Nashville, thank you for letting us into your homes, into your cars, and into your hearts. So until next time, much love and many blessings. Hey, you made it to the end of the episode. Look at you accomplishing things. <laughs> like the podcast? Then try catching us live next time. For now, the Hey Rockstar live stream is aired every Thursday. Hey Rockstar is affiliated with low-budget productions. Go to Facebook, like and follow LBP's page to learn more about the other amazing podcast under their umbrella. The energetic rock background music is by Anwar Amar, also known as Music Today 80. Josafat Emiliano is a keynote speaker and mentor. To connect and invite him for your next event, go to his Instagram and direct message him at Josafat Emiliano. That is J-O-S-A-F-A-T-E-M-I-L-I-A-N-O. So take the big five and go live life as a rock star.